Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to (laughs) pretend that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Davis Bertrand, Vinny Del Negro, Malik Rose, Joey Devine, Rosho Nesterovich, Fabrizio Alberto, Marco Bellinelli, Sean Keen, Nando Nicolo, Brent Bonesberry, Brent's boned by Tony Parker Berry's wife, special guest Becky Garcia, musical guest Widespread Panic. And now the host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hey guys, how's everybody doing? Welcome to Round Ball Rock. Sean Keen is here, my co-host. Hey Joey, what's going on? Uh, I had a question for you. Yeah, what's up? Is it lit? It's lit, fam. Yeah. Also, I I forget when I'm hosting to do those things, which is why all sudden news, Dave is not here again. Uh, Dave's not here, man. Dave's not here, man. He's getting his travel plans ready to head to Oakland and San Antonio. He's got to visit that Riverwalk, baby. Oh, he loves it. He's going to eat so many churros. He's going to eat churros for the first time, for sure. (laughs) That beautiful voice you hear is uh, our guest today, San Antonio Spurs super fan and hilarious comedian, Becky Garcia. Becky, how you doing? Hi, guys. Great. Thank you for having me. You are our first repeat guest. Yeah. What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of the year? Uh, ever. 
ever. Holy cow. We've never had Honors. a repeat. 48 episodes, yeah. first repeater. We well, if you ran... keep winning, you're going to come back at some point. Okay. We have run out of friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like the Spurs, we had we were able to have you on, but it had to be a non-consecutive episode. Mm. You can never okay. go back to back. Um, Thanks for having me back. Sean, I had some breaking news. I got distracted by Don Pardo because there was some breaking news. Oh, um, oh. Somebody gave us a fucking four-star review. What? And also what? didn't write what their problem was. No. Is it four out of how many stars? Five. We, oh. we had We had a perfect, five. All five. We have 32 reviews. 31 five stars. One four star. We were like, Did he get out on Rotten Tomatoes. No comment. No but we need you, hey, four-star reviewer, show your face, coward. So no review, just a score? Just a score. Wow. Or if you're out there, can you go back and amend it and just make it a five? Yeah, or do that. Either way, amend your review, coward, <laughs> or show <laughs> your face. But speaking of reviews, we got a review this week. We got a review. For nice. those of you that don't know, uh, we're looking for 55-star reviews. We're at 31 five-star reviews right we'll now. There. It's not that... It doesn't seem like it's that much to ask at all. Sean, what happens when we get to 50 five-star reviews? Uh, we are going to be doing a special podcast where we will be doing live commentary on the uh, mid-90s white slavery Billy Crystal epic, My Giant. Now, what does that have to do with basketball? A man owning a giant. Uh, well, it's a metaphor for the way that uh, labor is exploited... In professional sports, but it also stars former Washington Wizards, Washington Bullets, big man, former Most Improved Player Award winner, George Murison. I never realized how terrible of a title that is. That's yeah. rude. My, my giant. giant. My giant. giant. Billy Crystal owns that giant. He owns the giant. Uh, giant slave. Anyway, five-star reviews, please. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, that's incentive enough. We do have a new five-star review, and we read all five-star reviews. We read them all. Four-star reviews, we just... We throw in the trash. We <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we call you a coward, and then I immediately get scared and regret it. Please don't change your review. Oh, if he makes a three-star review, I'll be so mad temporarily and then terrified. <laughs> um... We did get a great five-star review since the last time we read reviews. The title is, My Name is T2, Can't, and the, it's too long, I can't read the rest of it. But, okay. so T2 says, This podcast, this pod is lit, fam. My favorite podcast, and the first thing I listen to when there's a new one, unless Zach Lowe has a new episode too, which, fair. Uh, you guys want to come to my wedding in November? Whoa. Where is he? My girlfriend says it's cool. Rather have Dave, Sean, and Joey than just about anyone. I'll save a spot for you guys, Don Pardo, and the robot. Fly the W. Dirt voice. <laughs> shut it down. Let's go home. That was a great review. So, Aww. T2, I'm not sure if we can come to your wedding because you didn't give us any details. Oh, jeez. You know where you can give us details, though? <gasps> At Round Rock Pod on Twitter. Or... Round ball rock. What's the? Did you? Know? <laughs> Round Why aren't they the same? What were we doing? We we made the Gmail address and then we're like, wait a second. Uh, it's uh, roundballrockpod at gmail.com, Yes, it is. I believe. Uh, yeah, roundballrockpod at, at gmail.com, so, at roundrockpod on Twitter. So T two. 
Give us some deets, bro. Let's hook up. We'll talk about this. Yeah. Yeah, fam. We gotta uh, decide what we're gonna we're gonna have. Like, what are they serving? Yeah. Do I get the chicken or the fish? Oh, yeah. Or plus one. I mean, it could just be the three of you. No, no dates. I mean, I'd be all right with that. Yeah, as long as Dave holds both our hands, yeah, I'm okay with it. I just want to catch that. Uh, they're gonna throw a bouquet. I'm gonna throw a basketball over my shoulder. Yeah, no. you should throw a basketball <laughs> over your shoulder. It'll <laughs> be the tightest <laughs> wedding yet. Spurs what if someone dunks? It, they dunk it on the maid of honor. Like yeah. you're gonna be a wit. You're gonna well, not a widow, but an old maid. Your <laughs> old maid to be getting dunked widow. on. Give me the rock. You could definitely get Matt Bonner to uh, to officiate. To officiate. Is he is for sure a licensed minister. Oh, yeah. that, that guy's an oddball. I'm I'm sure Coach he is. B. He would definitely do it. He would do it as Coach B too. I love it. I like the guy. I think he's cool. Did you ever see the videos that they made? Like. Um, he did these silly, like, kind of Tim and Eric type Yeah, the Coach B videos. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, very silly. <laughs> yeah. I um, love that. We love, we love the Red Mamba here. Um, and it's you love the Red Mamba. Yeah, I'm Speaking funny. of the Spurs. And Archie the... Fire fought for him to be in the three-point competition two years back. They did. Yeah, they, like, really campaigned hard for him. Good old Win Butler knows, knows exactly what kind of player he likes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> And it's ones that support uh, single-payer health care. Anyway, um, <laughs> you got to look like you grew up in the suburbs let's, of Toronto. <laughs> let's talk about the Spurs. It's the NBA playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Basketball for humans. We're going to be championship. Data for robots. Both teams play hard, my man. Both teams played hard. Last night's game? Uh, yeah, last, last night's game, huh? Oh, boy. Uh, did James Harden throw that game? As a Spurs fan, be honest. Did James Harden throw that he game? He gave up. Like, honestly, Jonathan coming in for Kawhi was great. Like, I think he shut him down. I think he played excellent defense. Mm-hmm. He kept him to 10 points. That's ridiculous. And then, yeah, I kind of just saw Harden just kind of fold. He didn't shoot it at all. No, I heard, what, 12 times he attempted? 11. 11 times. He took his first shot with a little over six minutes remaining in the second quarter. James Harden, he more like hardly shot the ball. Oh! More like hardly scored. (laughs) Whoa. The beard, more like the too much beer. (laughs) Played like you're drunk, baby. So, Sean, is... James Harden not shooting last night. Is this like a Kobe Bryant situation? A Rick Barry, if you will? Did Was he trying to make a point by not shooting? See, that's what, that's what it reminded me of. Of any game where you're just watching a guy who is still playing and like dribbling, but kind of like not even passing that well. well do we not have any attempts he put up in the first quarter? Like, he obviously gave up, but I wanted to, I no, wanted I mean, to, he, to give he, up. Was it immediate? Like He literally didn't put up a shot until Six they were 18 into minutes into the game. Damn, I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it reminded me of watching Kobe in that game seven when they blew a 3-1 lead to the Suns. Hmm. I think they blew a 3-1 lead. Maybe it was only a 3-2 lead. But it wasn't a 3-1 lead, let's be honest. Uh, only one team has that... And Does it's the Oklahoma City Thunder of 2016, <laughs> the most famous 3-1 lead-blowing in NBA history. 
Yeah, he didn't shoot, but I don't know what I don't know what kind of point he was making. Yeah, because you would think he's like, okay, I got I got Kawhi out of my face for a minute. Let me capitalize on this. Let me try harder. And then it wasn't like a cakewalk at all for him. I mean, I don't know if he was just exhausted. I've been complaining about him just walking around, yeah. dribbling the ball constantly, but that's been happening all playoffs. So. I don't understand. It seemed he seemed especially slow last night, though. Very yeah. tired. Yeah, he was dragging ass. Well, and it, it, I, it's hard because it looks like he's not trying, but he also never really runs fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause some of it he's just conserving his energy because he has to run a pick and roll on every single play. Well, but but jersey's so tight. Do you yeah. ever notice how tight his jersey is? He looks like dumpy. Way too short for him. I mean, I like the shorter shorts. I want the short shorts back. I think that would be so dope. Yeah, like Jalen Brown wears shorter shorts on the the Celtics rookie. I think the millennials are going to bring it back. These are like the skinny jeans of basketball shorts. Yeah, I think so. They're gonna. I think they're. I think we're we're heading to a time where we're gonna be. I mean, not full on like ABA short shorts, but I think we're gonna get back to like. That John Stockton '90s short. Well, weren't they talking about taking away like the Under Armour shirts, like underneath? The like, sl- oh oh the, well, the sleeves are going because Nike's taking over the jerseys next year, and mm. they don't want sleeves. No the sleeves. sleeves are bad. Everyone hates the sleeves. Anyway, let's talk about the playoffs. <laughs> uh, no, back to sleeves. I'm a fashion. I'm always on the podcast. <laughs> we gotta talk about clothes. Um. Why, Sean, you had a theory about this being like a Thunderstruck? Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the, the film Thunderstruck. Mm-hmm. It's about a kid in oh, Oklahoma City who's... Um, struck by lightning? He's, no, he's not. It's, it's dumber <laughs> than that. If he was struck by lightning, you'd be like, oh, that's like a reason people would have like a vice versa situation. So he he's apparently a big klutz. And a he big, airballs a half-court shot. Yes, he's picked up shoot a, a half-court shot, and his his shot is terrible. And, and everyone hits, laughs at him like it's not really hard to... Like it's, yeah, a, like, a like that, a, especially for a child. Yeah. Like, a, like he's like a, definitely a, a, like a middle schooler. He's a... He's in high school. High school? Okay. Yeah. Is this but, a documentary? No, it's the movie Kevin Durant started. <laughs> during He started it during the lockout. And the fun fact I know about it from my friend who was on production is that uh, they didn't really have a budget for separate craft services, so everybody on the crew just ate Kevin Durant's diet. Oh, wow. And everybody lost, like, 20 pounds during the oh, shoot. Nice. And they were, like, feeling all energetic and... Uh, so, yeah, the kid is, there's a big undercurrent where a bully constantly manages to videotape this kid doing humiliating, klutzy things, Mm -hmm. and, uh, when he takes the half-court shot, he hits Rumble, the bison mask, is he a bison? Uh, and then he talks to Kevin Durant, and they switch basketball talent. So... (laughs) Kevin Durant pretends to be bad at basketball. He just keeps missing movie. shots, and he's like, "I don't know what's happening." And then, meanwhile, this little white kid is like dunking just on dominating. Oh, um, and yeah. then, eventually, they replicate it. They try to give him the talent back, and then he drills the mask. He has to repeat yeah. the action. And then Kevin Durant, and then the Thunder. The ending is kind of disappointing because it's not like the Thunder win the title; they just make the playoffs. And according to Wikipedia, they say 
the kid has gets gradually a little better at basketball, yeah. but he's still pretty bad at basketball even at the end of we this inspirational sports movie. Yeah. So what was your theory about James Harden getting James Harden there, I think I think it was somebody like like a Jay Moore type shot a promotional shot near James Harden and his talent went away. See to me it seemed like he switched talent with Dwight Howard. Oh. <laughs> At yeah. some point in the last but starting in the fourth quarter of game 5, it seemed like he and Dwight Howard switched talents. I am going to say that there there is some potential for James Harden to eventually become offense Dwight Howard, meaning He's had a couple playoffs where he's, like, really disappeared. You know, when the Warriors eliminated them two years ago, he had 12 turnovers in the elimination game. He was on the bench in that yeah, game so there, where the Rockets uh, came back and beat the Clippers. Yeah, he just he didn't even play he the last, like, 15 benched. minutes of the game. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Um, he's gotten a bunch of coaches fired. Um, just one. <laughs> well, Bickerstaff. He wasn't. He wasn't a he real was an coach. Coach. Uh but he's he, there's Be just fair to <laughs> JB Bakerstaff. How did he get him fired? Well yeah, he got Kevin McHale fired for Because he and Dwight Howard made the locker room toxic. Well and, also he was super out of shape when right. the summer began. Not maybe Chloe Kardashian's uh, fault, but But yeah. also Ty Lawson had a lot to do with that, let's be fair. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of people <laughs> drinking pretty heavily, and the ones that weren't drinking heavily were mainly just modeling tank tops and working on their impressions. <laughs> but um, I could see James Harden, like, he does so much falling down and playing for fouls. I really think that that's something that when the production starts to slip, people are just going to start to hate. Like, imagine old James Harden. He's going to be like Kevin Martin. You know what I mean? Just like, like a flop. Machine. How old is he now? Thirty one. No, no, he's way younger than that. He's like. He's probably uh, twenty eight or twenty nine. Twenty eight. I think yeah. he's twenty eight years old. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Like he has that kind of like old yeah, sloppy old dude. Vibe. I think I'm still waiting for what he still has the opportunity to do though is someday when they're like trailing like three two, he inspires the team by shaving that beard off. I mean, as long as. Some of that hair transfers to the top of Mike D'Antoni's lip in oh. that shaving. I'll be happy. See, that's the thunderstruck Thank that needs to happen. <laughs> like they switch facial hair and it suddenly, looks odd. yeah, he needs he that, needs that mustache. It's like an optical illusion. I it hate like, it. it. It looks perverty. I don't know. It's gross. Yeah, somehow he shaved his mustache and became yeah. more of a sex offender Creepy. looking person. Yeah. He looks like a guy. Who would be like cucked by Alf? <laughs> like, oh, well, honey, why are you having sex with that alien puppet? Well, you shouldn't shake your beard. <laughs> I mean, I just ah. Oh come well, on! Well, we had some bad luck again. Fine, I'll stick around. Just find me something. Um. All right. How much do we have to talk about Little B here and the? Lil B curse. We don't need to talk that much about it. I Lil do think B it's... <laughs> has an amazing way to insert himself into the NBA playoffs every year now Lil for Lil some B. reason. Uh, he's a rapper? He's like a SoundCloud rapper, but what? like... Not, he, <laughs> I don't he has really a million understand. followers on Twitter and uh-huh. follows a million people. And I've only heard of him the day. Uh, I mean, well, I mainly know him for... 
putting he, curses on people. He cursed Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant apparently reneged oh. on a promise to play him one on one. This is hilarious. Lil B offers to remove curse on James Harden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's the base god. And he curses people. He had a Kevin Durant curse that he lifted once Kevin Durant came to the Warriors. Because he said it showed humility. But also, he's a Warrior fan. Yeah. And he cursed Um, James Harden last year because he... Oh, you guys are so lucky to have him? You know that cooking dance that James Harden does? Yeah. To talk about, like, I'd rather be at a restaurant than playing this playoff game. That's what that says. Uh, Yeah, but he got cursed because he didn't... He didn't credit him? Was that it? Yeah. Sure, he stole the dance, I guess. <laughs> anyway, uh, Lil B claims he wants to have a sit down and uncurse him, but like, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't think James Harden is going to do that. I mean, he should. Like, look, it'd be funny. I'm yeah. being mean to Lil B, kind of, by like shoving this aside. But honestly, I am really afraid of being cursed by the base god. That's so true. thank you, base god. The um, we respect you. From Lil B, the base god on Twitter says, I apologize to James Harden. I'm ready to talk and end the curse. It's time to talk and be the leader everyone believes you are. <laughs> Lil yeah. B. It's <laughs> great base god. Yeah, I mean, we, I retweeted that, so I showed my respect. I've never done the cooking dance. Yeah. Um, Even on this podcast. And Lil no B, is, he's like a funny rapper. He's not yeah. a good, but it's like supposed to be funny. Like a Lil, Lil B's kind of cool. I don't know why I'm being He takes funny. pictures of the people and stuff too. He's uh-huh. pretty funny. Yeah. Um, right, oh, he also, him. yeah, he also threatened to curse Shaq when they were feuding oh, with JaVale okay. McGee, but he didn't. He was like, you're on thin ice. I don't want to talk to the base god, but you're being very negative yeah, yeah. right now, Shaq. Anyway, huh. base god, help <laughs> us get to five. Uh, help us get to fifty-five star reviews on iTunes if you're listening. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Um, anyway, uh, enough about the Rockets. I'm sick of them. Um, get out of here. Bye. Let's talk. We have a Spurs fan here. Let's talk about the roller coaster ride that is Lamarcus Aldridge. Right? <laughs> <laughs> La- oh, last night was great. It was good to see him play. Like the guy that we signed him up to be. That's, sure. That's what so we that's wanted. three times in two years he's done that now. Fine. Yeah. Like including in <laughs> yeah. uh, in one hundred and sixty. I mean, one hundred and eighty games. We didn't. We didn't. We he had. He didn't get much money. We did not pay much for that man. He was fine with the pay cut. <laughs> he just wanted to be next to Tim Duncan. Apparently, that's what the quote was. Um. How frustrating is he? Because he is, like, I, opposite already, Tim Duncan. Yeah, but I'm just kind of numb to it already. Like, I don't expect much from him. So whenever he delivers, he delivers hard. Sure. And I'm I'm elated. So I was very pleased last night to see, like, hell yeah, dude. You know what isn't going to please eight you? Years, like, play like you're eight years younger. Thank you. How much historically Draymond Green destroys him? You are <laughs> not going to enjoy that. Uh, we'll see. We'll see, I'm, Joey. You also didn't think that the Spurs were going to win last night without some key players and on the visitors' court. And you said they're not going to win. They're going to go get some. No, I said you it was what? found money. That's why opposed, you shouldn't play Kawhi. They're not opposed to Look, winning on the on the visitors' court. Full disclosure, we'll listeners. We'll win anywhere. Full disclosure, <laughs> listeners. We recorded a podcast oh, we on yeah. Wednesday with Becky talking all about Game 5, the magical Manu game that I predicted was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and it immediately got deleted immediately. off the computer. So that is what Becky <laughs> is referring seconds, to. Two seconds after we recorded. And it was such a good podcast. And we would have, and we, and also Joey predicted that Kawhi would not play in Game Six. Yeah, a um, full day and a half early. Uh-huh. And anyway. so Joey actually, I would say you were wrong in picking the Rockets at seven, but in every other thing you described about the series, yeah. you were correct. So <laughs> you're like, the three point shooting is going to come and go. Some of the games are going to be blowouts. Yeah. There's going to be a Ryan giant Anderson Manu game. Have one good yeah, game. LaMarcus Aldridge will have one good game. <laughs> you basically laid it out. Yeah. So, I guess we should talk about that good game just really yeah, quickly. Just real briefly. Before we get into Draymond Green destroying LaMarcus Aldridge. <laughs> um, spend as much time as you want right now. Sean and I will put our microphones well, down. Well, this yeah. might be the last I year hear, I, I get to have. Let's hear the Manu soliloquy right now. This might... It's been a dream. It's been an honor. He's such a sweetheart. <laughs> what a great guy. He's very entertaining. His commercials are awesome. He's hilarious. He's got great comedic timing. He's a, he's also a wild card. I don't know what's going to happen with him. I I love some of the crazy shots he puts up. Thank God half of them, at least half of them go in. Um, the one thing that kills me con- like all the time is the, the one-handed pass or the mm-hmm. one-handed catch. I, I just I have zero confidence in it. And I should at least be 50% um, cool with it by now. But I just don't like it. I don't like when anyone does that. Sure. It's, it's very frustrating to watch. And my dad is a 75-year-old man. He can't deal with this bullshit anymore. Like, <laughs> if you're going to win, win big. I don't know. Just please catch with two hands. Please throw with two hands. No bounce passes. No slow back. No, no uh, high lobs. Can't. I can't. <laughs> All right. I gotta say, I think he had the dunk of the playoffs, though. Oh, and that's the thing. Like, I've I've seen so many people tweet about, like, oh, do you see when he's just like, yes, the dude dunks. He's always known how to dunk. He can fucking lay down some pretty sick dunks once in a while. It's just, like, yeah. I guess you must. You don't watch him all the time. Like, I have, you know, eighteen years plus of watching these guys, and he can dunk. Yeah. And when he does, it's sick. He's a lanky ball <laughs> dude. It's great. And he does it. It's like, I still think. Players in the NBA, no matter how it's scouted, still forget he's left-handed. It seems yeah. like it happens once or twice a game when, like, he just seems like, oh, they contained him at the rim, and oh, lefty scoop shot. <laughs> I mean, that is the Chris Mullen rule of drafting. That is uh, true. You only draft left-handers. <laughs> All right, um, let's preview the Spurs and Warriors. Yeah, I do want to mention, though, that Mike D'Antoni postgame said, I can't explain it, we just didn't play well, we just didn't have that pop. Do you think he meant that as, like, we didn't have coach pop? I don't think he did. No, that is how in Pop's head, (laughs) how in his head Pop is, he's like, he used some, like, CIA fucking... Yeah, uh, psyops. Yeah, Yeah. like, he's so in his head. In fact, maybe him saying Pop now... Pop is now out of his head. Right, like, like it's that's like uh, that's the the Manchurian <laughs> candidate. Uh, um. Man, I wonder if that's why Pop's sideline interviews are so brief because he's just spouting the right keywords to activate yeah. the Manchurian opposing mm-hmm. coach. Yeah. Have you seen? The, did you see the cartoon I sent you? The Spurs cartoons. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. my god, they're so good. All right, Sean, you wrote a little 
Spurs Warriors. You have some questions. There. I have a couple questions. Uh, why don't you run us through these? All questions. right, we gotta we gotta look at we got Spurs Warriors. Haven't played. They played in 2013. Finally, finally, finally the Spurs fucking show up. <laughs> About fucking time. So that the Spurs make it to the Western Conference Finals when the Warriors do. <laughs> finally. Yeah, I mean, in 2014, the Warriors did not. Well, and, and blame Andrew Bogut for that for getting hurt, and the refs for not calling all the fouls on Chris Paul against Steph Curry in 2014. Well, but also they just weren't as good yet. Yeah. They so, needed that loss. So, yeah. They had to get hardened like iron. That's true. <laughs> That's why you, you dip a sword in fire and then you put it in yeah. ice water. Yeah. Do you put it in ice water? No, no just yeah. water. Ice. Just regular water. Oh, it's oh, regular, regular water. water. It's just, it's yeah, just it water. Yeah, it heats up. It, oh, okay. it bubbles yeah. because it's, it's just super sense. hot. Uh, yeah, so they played in 2013 in the second round. Uh, the Warriors... Lost game one in overtime thanks to a crazy Manu shot and Mark Jackson refusing to take Steph Curry out of the game in the second half. Well, and also Kent Bazemore missed that layup. Oh, yeah. Because right. Kent Bazemore had to play. But. How do you guys have these memories? Like, uh, you, I just know things in black and white. I just know the facts. Well, when I don't you. Know the details. When you root for a team that hadn't been to the playoffs uh, in 10 years. Um, you tend to remember the playoffs here. Everything yeah. that happened in the playoffs. No, I understand that the titles run together for a San Antonio fan. It's insane. Yeah. We I understand that you live in the playoffs and every playoff game it's like, <laughs> oh, just another playoff game. Yeah. But when the, the Warriors did not make the playoffs. It they, had been six years. It had been six years. And, and before, before that. that 14 years. 14 years. Oh. So, look, I remember basically everything that... You you cherish the playoffs. And you went... Championships. <laughs> it's just all a blur. Joey saw them close out the George Carl Nuggets, ending yeah. ending the George Carl era. It was uh, amazing. And, yeah, and the Warriors that year just couldn't, like, make free throws or inbound the ball at the end of games. They were pretty Mark shook. Mark Jackson was their coach. Yeah. And also, but what happened in that series really is... Uh, Steph Curry rolled his ankle. He, yeah. Steph Curry was hobbled. Um, yeah. But once they, once they, but did, also they if, weren't going to beat the Spurs anyway. If they'd stolen Game One, they had a chance. But yeah. they blew it anyway. Um, so I have some questions for this time. Okay. The new new teams, like, do I have to remember things? No, no. These no. are all. These are all. I've told you guys before. I have a lot of ecstasy. <laughs> Chicago, baby. <laughs> Chicago. You I and my brain. It's you just like at, putting ecstasy and celery salt on a hot dog. Whoa. Uh, will Kevin Durant, here are some questions. Will Kevin Durant get into it with, with the Coyote? Oh, that Coyote. He yelled at the Utah, he yelled at Jazz Bear. He told the Utah Jazz mascot to get the fuck off the court. What is his deal with the mascot? You know, Kevin Durant, I am very disappointed in him. I am so disappointed. I used to love the guy. Why were you thunderstruck? I was a little dumbstruck by him. Okay. (laughs) Uh, No, I just thought he was, I thought he was sweet. I thought he was humble. And then um, once he moved over to Warriors, I just like left a sour taste in my mouth. Oh, did and you then, burn like, his I, jersey? I don't. I didn't have his jersey. Oh my god! He was um, ever a spur. <laughs> I just. I just. Yeah, he's. Um, I'm a little salty now. I don't. I don't like him as much. Well, as you me. know who's salty? Kevin Durant at fucking mascots, baby. He's gonna tell that stoned ass coyote to get the fuck off the court for sure. The coyote is, doesn't egg people on like that. That coyote Coyotes is high as. 
fuck. Oh, though. he has a great time. His eyes are blazed. Yeah, and he can like uh, flip them and make them like go cross-eyed if he wants. Also, wears a shirt, doesn't wear pants. I find it unsettling. Pervert. I don't like Pervert. that. Pervert. Yeah. That, yeah. Don't, no I shirt cocking. I how, right? how Nick, kind of weird that was. I'm like, yeah, it's very poopy. Because I, if he because he wears a shirt that says that he's naked. Yeah. So yeah. I heard that. When Brent Berry found out Tony Parker was confronted him, Tony Parker was like, I learned it from him! And pointed at the pantsless coyote. And, and then Tony Parker jumped on a motorcycle and rode it out. A pantsless. A moped. A That's moped. That's what he was just, Yeah. As Drake and Chris Brown threw champagne bottles at him. Alright. <laughs> uh, okay, so... We're saying that's a yes. They're gonna they're gonna throw it down. Yes, say yes. I'm gonna say there's gonna be no beef because Coyote, he wouldn't do that. I yeah. actually think this is gonna be a very respectful series. I think they. Anybody gets the Spurs, it's gonna. But they're we're, we're respectful. No, but speaking Mike, speaking of that, but Mike Brown is was Pop. Pop's assistant for like a well, and very Steve long Kerr time. was on the yeah, Spurs. Yeah, but Steve Kerr's not gonna be around. Hey, he'll be. So yeah. how's Steve Kerr doing? Uh, he got a blood patch on his spine a couple weeks ago yeah, at yeah. Duke. No, but how is Last he doing week. now? What's the prognosis? We don't know. I don't know. They're I mean, hoping it's... they're hoping this thing stopped the leak of spinal fluid, and they'll probably know okay. if that's the case. Like, they Should probably know now. Kerr. You know, get yeah. well soon, Steve Kerr. Yeah. Um, Still a spur in my heart. Speaking of respectfulness, is this a David Lee revenge series? Ooh. The team that cast him aside. <laughs> Send him uh, into the wilderness. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I like to see him turn it up. He one hundred percent no. You think he he still he and Steph Curry no, probably love each other. He's another guy that Draymond Green wants to destroy. Oh, if anything, he's another. So like, this is another. This Gretchen. is a notch for the Warriors. So even though Draymond took his starting job. He didn't take it early enough. Yeah, he still he still started above him for a year and a half. Like right. Draymond Green is going to make David Lee and Lamarcus Aldridge. It's it's bad. So I was gonna ask about that because he Draymond Draymond's gonna get injured. You think he's gonna get hurt in I the thought, series? Yep, yeah, it's gonna happen. By by a person or just Yeah, he's gonna come down on an ankle really hard on a rebound. Wow. Mm. Uh so he, so maybe he'll get mad at an orthopedic surgeon. He seems to be just creating motivation. Like I'm mad at you for even suggesting that. <laughs> Look, I'm we're gonna, gonna make a call to little B. Oh, oh, little B. Little B loves Draymond. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask for a special favor. See if we tweet, if we tweet at Money Green, that'll be enough. Because he, he's mad at, he was mad at Gordon Hayward for playing the Final Four six years ago. Mad at uh, mascots and fans in Utah. Uh, he's already started a beef with Isaiah Thomas mm-hmm. and the Cavs. And Kelly Olenek. Even though he said he respected the Cavs, it doesn't matter because Richard Jefferson started beefing back on oh, the podcast. So, uh, Don't get me started. Oh yeah, Richard Jefferson. I forgot he has spurs mm-hmm. too. So that's... Man, so he's... he's Never liked the guy, even as a spurs. So D- David Lee and LaMarcus Aldridge are the ones he's... Speci- oh, but he also has beef with Kawhi because he is coming second defensive for defensive player, player of the year. year. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. This is... Draymond Green might get 18 technicals in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has one so far, but he might... <laughs> I wouldn't... I wouldn't put it past him. 
I wouldn't be shocked if the Warriors swept and Draymond got two to three ejections, even in a 4-0 <laughs> sweep. Um, all right, let's keep it going. Okay. Uh, is it possible that the Spurs will continue to drop injured star players and become stronger and stronger every time? <laughs> Post Tony Parker, oh, they damn. laid the wood to the Rockets and beat them worse without Kawhi. So okay, so we have to, we the Manu's gonna get injured. So me, yeah, here's here's your scenarios. Yeah, Pow steps on a mouse trap, gets a bad toe. I think Powell... Dwayne Dedman comes in, double double <laughs> machine. See, I think Pow is the one that has to say. It's Aldridge that's next, and Pow takes Aldridge, and then it's just like this old man foreign. It's Pow Gasol shooting thirty two yeah, times it, in a it's game. Pow and Manu just like oh, running like a, running like the lifts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, okay. That's exciting too. All right, so this is my question. For this you is guys. the biggest one. Yeah. Um, you two, Sean and Becky. Uh-huh. Real good friends. Best friends. Yeah. Uh, can <laughs> can your friendship survive this? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, I think so. Mm-hmm. Also, I will be not in Los Angeles for about eight days. So, so that two, well, one in, one to two games. There is a yeah, that's, super <laughs> long break between game two and game three. Sean's oh, really? Very yeah. supportive and backing me up. I do, I do like the Spurs point. better than most teams. Yes. If you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna play against anybody, the Spurs are a nice team to play against because you can't really hate us. You can't really, you can't really hate me There's, as a Spurs fan. Well, it's hard to. I mean, it's we're not shit. We're not. We're, we don't gloat. We don't rub it in your face when we win. Mm-hmm. We're not sore losers or winners. Who are you the, are lucky that Tony Parker won't be playing because he's series. he's the one guy that's very because easy to I hate. fucking hate oh and Joey hates him too yeah I hate Tony why Parker. I've talked about this I talked about this like two did, did, two hey, episodes ago no it's Joey's a big Chris Brown fan it's an and aesthetic thing like for me you don't like French dudes no that's universal no it's a point guard thing uh. If my point guard can't shoot threes, I at least want him fucking dunking on people, and Tony Parker does neither of those <laughs> things, so he is useless to me. <laughs> also, I don't like his widow's peak when he had a widow's peak. Oh, I don't tight. like... I'm on, <laughs> I'm on team Brent Barry. Brent Barry was tight as fuck. I'm just very anti... I'm very Joey was also a big speedy Claxton. I was a big Whoa, Speedy Claxton what? fan. Yeah. Who really kind of helped win that 2003 title. Uh, he also helped the Golden State Warriors get fucking Baron Davis! <laughs> oh, when you, you hate, you kind of hate guys that remind you of Tony Parker too, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, he's handsome. But yeah, we'll still be friends. For I think, I think so. It, it won't be that long. Uh, can I tell you guys the thing I'm saddest about? About this playoff is with no Steve Kerr, that means there will not be a woke off. Oh man, we've been tracking the woke off all year. Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr were neck and neck all season for being the most woke. Oh, talking about like Trump's disrespectful, and this is uh, you know, Stan Van Gundy. Had a great Stephen individual had moment. Best, he had the best moment of the woke up. When he denounced his own fans and is like, I can't believe like yeah. they're willing to come into the... Like, I don't even want to play in front uh-huh. of these fucking Trump voters. <laughs> uh, Which was a bold 
common. Yeah. Like, no one else has just attacked the fans like but that. Kurt, but Kurt and Popovich were, like, trading blows in yeah. the woke-off all season. I love a woke-off. I mean, look, if Steve Kerr was there and Popovich was there, I guarantee those sideline reporters, man, Rosgold on Wood A... Yeah. She'd be asking about the Comey firing in it's between be, yeah, in between quarters. Trump shade. Suddenly, pops like I'll answer seven or eight questions at this point <laughs> yeah. because I have some stuff to say. You forgot about uh, you forgot about the Census Bureau. Um, we have ESPN one... would have to lay off so many more people after that. <laughs> we had one more question, which we kind of answered already, but let's pose it straight up. Draymond Green's been attacking everyone and everything. He's like Wolverine in his like uh, rage mode. Yes. Like, yes. Uh, but who will? Who's Draymond Green gonna attack in this series? I mean, so we have Kawhi, I David have Lee, Aldridge. Uh, yeah, do you have someone in mind? He's gonna side with the Mexicans in the Alamo. Oh wow, he's gonna yeah. be like he's gonna wear like a Santa Ana shirt. Yeah, he's gonna talk. About, yeah, that oh, is man. that's the that is the thing. He's then he might do. actually win San Antonio over. You know what? He, you know what else I could see him doing? Like at his press conference, you know how they always have like Gatorade on uh-huh. the table. He comes out with a jar of paste bacani sauce In and Papa. like accidentally <laughs> like brushes it off the table and it breaks, and he's like, "Whoops." I can't believe I dropped that. Well, I do have this other salsa that's made in New York City. Oh, no! <laughs> and then they're like, no! <laughs> Get a rope! Yeah. It'll be a fun series, I think, because yeah. Pop's going to have some tricks. Also, it'll be weird because Pop, like, it... It kind of doesn't matter if the Spurs get blown out in a single game. It has like no predictive yeah, value. Because I mean, Pop will clear the, the bench first immediately. Game of the year where we played you guys, we yeah. beat you by thirty plus. Yeah, yeah. Keep you Jonathan. should keep holding that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and then and then they took like weren't they up like twenty to two in the other game? Oh yeah, and the Warriors like came back and won on the road. Yeah, yeah, they that did. happened. They did. See, yeah, see they the did. things that we're both capable of. Uh, yeah. Um, it's I do I do wish the Tony Parker was not hurt though. All right, Sean, prediction. Uh, I think it's gonna be four. You think we're, you're gonna sweep us? I also think the Warriors are gonna. Just because Tony Parker's not there, they just can't like. But we didn't need him. Well, it's true, but just bo- it was a bonus. But I mean, last night's game too. It's just like we made all these adjustments and people really stepped up. That- Everybody stepped up. That is the one thing I am worried about, actually. Yeah. Is Pop's adjust in-game ability to adjust in-game versus Mike Brown's ability to adjust in-game. I, I do uh, think, I think what is going to happen, my prediction, is that, especially in, in game one and two, um, Draymond Green and Andre Godala are going to be able to take as many open threes as they want. And if they go in, Pop will just be like, we're taking the L on this, but... We're not letting Steph Curry, like, oh, man. he's not going to be able to move outside the three-point line. Like, they're just going to stick to the shooters mm-hmm. and basically leave, you know, it'll be like, they're going to do the thing where, like, Steph Curry's guy doesn't even watch the ball the and just, like, face guards him the whole time. In my opinion, though, uh-huh. is, and I'm probably, we're probably just going to sound like homers all the time, but... Uh-huh. 
I just don't know what the Spurs do with uh, Clay Thompson, actually. No, I mean, I think I think what they'll do is do everything they can to deny those three guys. Right. To the point of, like, leaving whoever the other two guys on the court are open. Sure, I just mean from a personnel standpoint. Uh, because Danny Green has to guard Curry. Mm-hmm. Kawhi has to guard Draymond. Or, I mean, has to guard uh, Durant. Or yeah. vice versa. Yeah. And that leaves Patty Mills guarding Clay right. Thompson. Well, it's Jonathan Simmons. But that's but that's what I'm saying. But then what does your offense do if you don't have Patty Mills on the court? Yeah, I mean... I mean you can't play Kawhi, Danny Green, and Jonathan Simmons as your yeah. wings. Well, I mean, they did have Mills guarding Harden for a while, though, too. But that's, but that's very different than Clay Thompson. Well, I mean, Clay can, like, shoot over. I'm just saying, that's what... Clay is 6'7 and runs, <laughs> over, runs around screens full, like, the entire time. I, I honestly don't think this... I think the Spurs defense will do as well as you can do against the Warriors. I think but I don't think see, they can, I don't think they can score. I think that's we're going to see, like, a 45-point Clay Thompson game. Whoa. Wow. Um, like, we're going to see him... He hasn't had a big playoff game yet, first off, so he... Knowing Clay Thompson, it's due, and also Pat, he's just going to be shooting over Patty Mills. Um, I also think I, I thought we might see this with Utah, but I think they'll probably um, do quite a bit of fouling of Andre Iguodala to slow the game down, let him reset, mm-hmm. and just hoping that he, you know, gets in his head, doesn't want to shoot, misses some free throws. I'm excited. I just yeah, I mean mainly I just think that uh, it's it's. It's tough to play. The Warriors just have a lot of real big dudes. It's going to be tough to get shots. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess the, the formula for the Spurs is slow it down and get every rebound. Make, that, make them play our game. And so I'm saying Spurs in uh, seven. Spurs in seven. <laughs> Winning in Becky Garcia. <laughs> So a little bit of a split. In the I predictions. predicted fo 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 before this started, and I'm sticking to it. I would not pick a sweep if Tony Parker wasn't him, but I'm gonna pick a sweep because he is. Right, Sean. And I think, and I think Kawhi's not really gonna be full. Strength. It might be Warriors in five, but I'm no. still gonna. It yeah, might be Warriors in five, five, but I'm gonna say Spurs in seven. Sure, keep yeah. picking Spurs in yeah, seven. Yeah, that's fine. But I say that's no fine. sweep for sure. No, no, okay. Well, so yeah, I mean, that's the one I. You should definitely. I the only, I mean, your prediction on this podcast is a legally binding thousand dollar bet. But yeah, <laughs> no, say, guys, I don't have a thousand dollars. I'm going to talk about free healthcare when I leave the podcast. <laughs> All right, Sean, uh, get us to our ad read. All right. We have a new sponsor this week. Very excited. New sponsor this week. That's weird. We haven't had a consistent sponsor. But I want to say, guys, uh, Round Ball Rock is committed to fitness. We actually record this podcast walking on treadmills for extra fitness. Becky, you're on a pre-core. That's actually that's, uh, rare. And that's why we are happy to welcome this new youth fitness effort from Mike D'Antoni. It's called Play 7. It's like the NFL's Play 60 program, but much more efficient. Mike D'Antoni thinks you should finish a workout in seven seconds or less. Get those weights up and get out of the gym. No need for a mid-range exercise program. Do some so-called traditionalists think you need to play more than that? 
I guess some losers do. Will you get tired if you're only playing seven? Mm, this computer simulation doesn't account for fatigue, so who cares? Does big cardio think you need a rotation? Sure, but that would require coaching. At play seven, they explain Coach D'Antoni's exercise philosophy, then roll the medicine balls out there and let them go. Just look at how fit James Harden is. In some fourth quarters, he even ran across half court. Maybe your kids won't lose weight, but if they're worried about their appearance, they can just grow a mustache. Or a heavy beard. Mike D'Antoni's play seven. Take your fitness to the second round. All right, thank you, Mike D'Antoni's play seven. Um, that was great. I'm sure we'll never be hearing from them again. Probably not. All right, guys. Let's talk news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. That was the news drop. Thank you, robot. Uh... First, first piece of news here I want to talk about. I'm skipping a little on, down on yeah. this rundown. Uh, but the draft combine is happening this week. Yes. Uh, and, Becky. Yes. Uh, an anonymous NBA team asked Kansas's Frank Mason III how he'd like to die in the interview. College oh player of the year. <laughs> how would you what? like to die? Yeah. Does he hate him? Is this an enemy? Is this... I... This was part of... Uh, first off, the NBA team was anonymous, but I can tell you exactly which NBA team this was. This was Phil Jackson and the Phil New Jackson. York Knicks. Whoa. Because that is the Phil Jacksonist question of all time. How would you like to die? I gave like, you this book about assisted suicide. <laughs> what kind of ayahuasca would you like to take was probably the second question. Um, what if your spirit animal got into a fight with my spirit animal? Oh my gosh. <laughs> the I'm only sorry. other person it could have been was Daryl Morey, and that's because the answer he'd like to hear is with James Harden down 39 <laughs> <points>. <laughs> um, Well, do you think do you think there's any chance that it's like Steve Ballmer just trying to like move into a pitch about uh, life-extending technology? God, I hope so. Otherwise, that's super How would you like to dark. die? Yeah. Um, how is that relevant to being an NBA player, you guys? Here's my question. <laughs> I mean, I would ask... Oh, like, he also answered, in my sleep. I mean... It's probably the correct answer. Now I'm all, like now I'm all existentially terrified. Yeah. I don't know how... I would, I would hate to be Well, that, that was going to be my question for you guys. If you could choose how you wanted to die, as an how NBA would you player? No, as you. Oh, as me. Yeah. Oh, I already know. I've said this a zillion times. I want to die at a Spurs game. I want like a... <laughs> Shot the t-shirt cannon to blast me in the face, and I, <laughs> <laughs> and I get concussed, and I just die. Like that's okay. how I get buried in my Spurs jersey. Um, I want to die on stage at the Oscars, getting my statuette taken away from me after a mistake. <laughs> I want like I want like it to be like Leonardo DiCaprio has to take an Oscar out of my hand, oh, man. and then just massive embolism right there. Mm-hmm. No t-shirt cannon in the face? I do want to, yeah, I want to be like wearing a tux. You know, funny. Looking my best. I want to just walk into the desert. Walk into the desert, yeah, not the ocean, the, the desert. Or the ocean, either way. But, but like, something where people are not sure if I actually died or not. Like, they never <laughs> find my body, and then people are always like, I wonder 
Joey's alive. Yeah. Somewhere in the desert. <laughs> and you I just hear live like forever. You hear like Zamfir playing <laughs> as you just slowly yeah, disappear. Yeah. Um all right. So listeners, readers if you will, tell us how you'd like to die. Uh. Tweet at us at roundrockpod at gmail.com. That's not a Twitter handle. Why do I keep doing that? Do you uh, do you think that there are any NBA players who definitely have that in mind? Absolutely. How do I Because like I wonder if that came from like talking to a player. I guarantee Kobe Bryant knows how he'd like to die. I think that's definitely true. <laughs> um, I mean, Kobe Bryant, like in a way, you're like, oh, there's a lot of similarities to like a Japanese death cult there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as scandalous as some of these guys are, they probably near death so often, they're just like, this is a lot of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Do you this think, is the way I want to die. Do you think anyone was like, man, Odom almost did it. <laughs> yeah. All right, before that gets too dark, let's move on. Uh, but with the draft combine cup here, you know what that means. Draft we are lottery. so close to the draft lottery. Becky, you have never had to care about the draft lottery no. in your entire life. No, I'm good. Uh, but the draft lottery is my favorite thing. Have you ever watched the draft lottery? Yes. Yes. It is the watch. best, isn't it? Oh. Well, I like to see the guys in suits and baseball kits. I like to see what lucky thing they brought. Yeah. I also like to see which lazy owner just sent his hot daughter instead. Oh, man. That's always weird. I like to see son and mommy love. Yeah. <laughs> I also like when they send a player who just does not care. Oh, yeah. Like, current player who's... Where it'll be like... Getting news Bradley Beal! Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, waving, like, oh, should have played better. Sorry, we're in the lottery. Like, like it's one thing if, if the Spurs had sent, like, David Robinson to the Tim Duncan lottery, that would have been like, yeah, right, we all knew what was happening. You had your surgery and you stayed out a little longer than you needed to. But yeah, when it's like Corey Maggette, didn't the Magic send Victor Oladipo they one did. year? Oh, that's such a bummer. Of like, and that's and sending Victor Oladipo to the lottery is like, even if you get the second pick, sometimes it still doesn't work out. <laughs> so this draft lottery is particularly exciting. I feel like uh, some of the NBA's real marquee teams. <laughs> Are in it the Celtics the Lakers best odds best the odds of the top pick for the the that Nets pick the Sixers the the Sixers get the Lakers pick if it's not top three yes is that right that is correct so they could be picking one and four yes and also if the Lakers lose their pick they also lose their twenty nineteen pick. Right, and it converts to two second-rounders or something like that. That's so political. I mean, it's rough. They made some bad trades. But, like, to affect you years down the line? Well, it's like, it's the Dwight Howard trade and then the Steve Nash trade. Well, the Warriors don't have their pick. The Jazz have the Warriors pick this year, and that's still left over from the Andre Iguodala. Damn. Um Salary dump yeah. slash trade, yeah. From when they traded for Andres Biedrins. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sean, who is your dream scenario here? So I would here? like I would like the New Orleans Pelicans to get the top pick. <laughs> Hilarious. Mainly because they traded it to the Kings, but they still get it if it's top three. Uh-huh. And it would just be... I would just love to see some hotshot rookie coming mm-hmm. in there with... Anthony Davis and Boogie, mm-hmm. and 
I don't know. I mean, it's it's always fun. Like Ben Simmons, the previous year's first round pick, basically went to LSU kind of just so he could hang out in Louisiana <laughs> in a low pressure environment. Uh-huh. So it seems like a fun place to go. Uh, then I definitely want to see. Um, I think Sixers. I would love to see the sure. Sixers in the top three. Just so that means the Lakers lose get Joel Embiid and the Lakers would lose their pick. I want Bo- I want Boston and the Lakers to drop out of the top three. Boston purely out of spite, and the Lakers just because of how horribly unlucky it is. Like I don't actually really have any malice towards the the Lakers, but just I mean it'll also just ensure. That people will be so mad when Dwight Howard makes the Hall of Fame, like extra, mm-hmm. extra mad. And then I guess the <laughs> I guess the third team I want to like the Heat. I would love to see the Heat jump in there too, <laughs> or like the Nuggets. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Heat Nuggets. I'm into those. Um, here's here's what I want to see happen. Yeah. I also would like the Celtics to drop out of the top three. Because they've been acting like they have the number one pick of the draft all season, and they don't. Get them out of here. Get out of here. I also just think it'd be funny to watch the Lakers lose their pick. I know, I have so many Lakers fans friends, and they were so mean to me when I was a Warriors (laughs) fan for so many years. Uh, I just want them to be bad a little longer. Um, And finally... My t- my dream top three is Orlando, Phoenix, <laughs> New York, New York Knicks. Just because no one would give a shit if Orlando and Phoenix had the picks. Oh like, yeah! Everyone is treating this like all these great teams. All these great teams are gonna have these great picks, and if Orlando and Phoenix got it, it would be the funniest thing ever. And also. I really think Phil Jackson could fuck up the third pick in the draft, which, again, I love seeing a depressed... Like, the comedy that is the New York Knicks has to continue forever. I feel so bad. I want, I want something good to happen for the Knicks. I miss old, old good Knicks. Like, I want to see some throwback Nick, a- Nick action. Yeah, I mean, and maybe he wouldn't. Maybe Phil Jackson wouldn't screw up the third pick in the draft. He would definitely screw up the third pick in the draft. And they'd be like, Phil, why didn't you... You're not attending the draft? He's like, I, this vacation was made a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about Dwight Howard. Yeah, that's... Uh, another sad sack. He's almost as sad as the Knicks. Uh, Dwight Howard's in legal trouble, Sean. Uh-huh. You want to walk us through what happened there? Yes, so... Uh... We Dwight Howard, uh, the day at two a.m. the the night before uh, Game Six of the Wizards Hawks series was pulled over for going ninety five miles an hour in a sixty five mile an hour zone. Mm-hmm. Turned out he did not have insurance. Classic. And his license was suspended. How did he get home? Uh, his bodyguard, <laughs> who was tra- in a trail car, oh, okay. uh, had to take him home, and his car was towed. Was his and impounded? His question. Um, did his bodyguard have a suspended license and insurance on that car? Uh, I apparently he must have had a license. So I don't why think... was Dwight driving? <laughs> Aren't these guys rich? Why does he, he even have bodyguards? Chauffeurs. On... Like... You can't Ubi. You can't lift it. <laughs> I think it's the Dwight Howard. Literally had decided I want to drive around really fast, even though I'm in Atlanta, the most congested place. Yeah, he was probably listening to like. 
the kids bop version of In the Air Tonight. Right, right, right. Like right. Miami Vice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, now, do you think he was wearing a shirt with sleeves? No. I don't think he was wearing a shirt, I bet. And I also bet he had one of those snakes around his neck. Right, just one of his pet snakes. <laughs> I bet he was wearing those Under Armour arm guards. Oh, definitely. Guards. 100%. Uh-huh. Do you think he do you think he ever wore those um what are, what are they called the shoes that are supposed to increase your vertical jump soles? Jump no, soles. He doesn't need jump soles. He's just too athletic for that. That would that would mean caring about basketball. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> um man, what impressions do you think Dwight did during that traffic stop, Sean? I mean, Borat, which mm-hmm. he saw a couple months ago. Yeah. Who has the suspended? Who has the insurance? My wife. <laughs> I bet he did some some hot super troopers action for sure. Oh. He did that like meow yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I bet he did that. Was it was it Billy Madison or was it that other guy? What Adam Sandler movie was it where the guy's driving? He's like, they were cones. Do you remember that? They were cones. They were cones. Oh, it was a wedding singer. Oh. The redheaded best friend of Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. Who was a driver. Wedding singer might be too classy for Dwight, though. Mm. It's a little... Too highbrow? Not... Yeah. (laughs) It's not farty enough. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, All right. So Dwight has gotten the GM fired now of the Hawks. Yes. Uh, He got his car towed. He got his guard How else can he embarrass himself this offseason? Um, what other wacky situations can Dwight get himself in? Is there a way... Shoplifting. <laughs> shoplifting, that's good. Uh, Where would he shoplift from, Becky? Uh, Tiffany's. Ooh. Yeah. There's an episode of Teen Mom on MTV and he turns out to be the father. He's trying, he's trying to get an anklet for his mom. <laughs> See, I was thinking... Tiffany's is too nice. I would think he gets caught shoplifting at like Spencer's Gifts. Ooh. Oh. It's like an inflatable like Gadzooks. uh dildo <laughs> <helmet> or something. <laughs> um I could see there being some kind of like candy related dental work and there's some kind of like Dwight Howard after dentist thing that he tries to do. Uh-huh. But he actually just starts, like, ratting out all his former teammates for things they did. Oh, see, I was going to assume he was going to get sued for that dental work for not paying it for it. Yeah, I can see that, that Like a weird, Like a weird lawsuit. Um, I but, mean, clearly, this is all leading to the thing I've wanted my entire life now, which is fat Dwight Howard. That's true, that's true. Cause, oh, actually, can I amend my prediction? Yeah. PED bust. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see him get so fat. I uh, want fat Dwight Howard. Fried so chicken, bad. Atlanta. Was he fat before? No, no, he's never been. Fat. He's always been in impeccable shape, but mm. it would be so. He has the temperament of a fat NBA player. I want to watch that statue melt. It's time to get him <laughs> Sean Kemp. This is about. late. I want him late period Sean Kemp fat. Yeah, because he basically is. A less cool version of Sean Kemp. <laughs> he's got uh, he's got the kids. He was really good, and everybody loved him. And then all of a sudden, he wasn't. And we just need him fat, 
get he's got fat beautiful boy. arms. I love his arms. He's got great deltoids. Yeah. This is the deltoid, right? The shoulder part? Uh, I think that's right. Okay. Triceps? I don't know. Tricep is there. I um, love that we're all pointing at very different parts. Yeah, I know. I think that's the sacrodemius. I will say that not to get back to the Rockets, but I'm going to go back to the Rockets for a second here. Because I do think Dwight Howard's, uh, I mean, uh, James Harden's performance in these last couple of games, it lets Dwight a little bit off the hook for the Rockets. I only agree. Only slightly, yeah. He was dragging his feet a lot. Yeah. He's getting old and Like, maybe Dwight wasn't as much the problem as it was being made out to be. Yeah, I mean, given they're both moving at about the same speed during any given day. Mm-hmm. Like, Dwight Howard did the uh, the world-famous pick-and-stroll in this <laughs> series, where it's like, Dwight, are you going to dive to the rim? Are you kind of hanging out? <laughs> Doing some stretching? Alright. By the way, just some breaking news. Uh, Kevin Durant is doing a live stream where he is answering questions. It's called Wagon Talk. It, believe, it appears to be happening... Inside a tricked-out VW bus that apparently Kevin Durant has customized. Kind of looks like a shagging wagon, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, well, we'll cover that with Dave next week. Next week, week sure. um, get into that wagon yeah, talk. Which we'll also get into whatever happens with the Wizard Celtics tonight with Dave. And, you know, I'm, if I'm plugging next week's episode, you know what that means. It's oh, time yeah. for the fictional Golden State Warriors to play somebody. <gasps> and Becky, not only are you a giant Spurs fan, but you're also a huge horror movie fan. That's right. I love me some scaries. And for those of you that don't know, we always pit the super team 16-17 Golden State Warriors up against a super team of, their cho- of our choosing. And because Becky loves horror movies... The Warriors are going to be playing a basketball game against the horror movie All-Stars. Here's the team. Freddy Krueger, of course. Jason Voorhees. Michael Myers. Leatherface, no last name. (laughs) The Babadook. (laughs) The Babadook. Pinhead. Six Man. Candyman. Hell yeah. Candyman's kind of the X factor. Yeah. So... Can that team of horror superstars beat the fifteen, the sixteen, seventeen Golden State Warriors, Becky? What do you think? Yeah, man, blowout. Oh, but you think it's gonna be a blowout? I think it's gonna be a blowout. Well, well, let's walk through the positions. Okay. I think Freddy Krueger is one hundred percent the point guard, mm-hmm. and also the best player. I think he's easily the. So is he gonna have well, he's trouble? He's got actual to... game, and he's got subconscious game. And whenever like you get into someone's head, which is what he does, mm-hmm. like, he talks. He's like, like Gary Payton, I think he's like the knife glove. He's lit, yeah. <laughs> um, but his arms get really long. Uh, he talks a ton of shit. Oh, I think he's yeah. really yeah. fast. He's gonna be good. I don't know if they'll let him play with that hat though. Oof. Yeah, because there could be moments when he's like on the perimeter. And it's like, look at my trapping defense. And suddenly Clay Thompson's leg is stuck in a bear trap. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'm going to slash to the rim. And then it's the claws. And... The Babadook. Oh, the dagger three. Bitch. Um, <laughs> I think the Babadook is your two guard. Uh-huh. 
I don't know how useful the Babadook is at basketball, though. I think it's just intimidation factor. It doesn't seem like it knows how to play basketball. I think it's more of a def- it's it's more of a defensive player. I don't see it being great on offense. I mean, but it can I hang on a ceiling and make like funny faces that are scary faces. What I about think it'll creep up behind you and go for a steal at times too. Okay. Babadook versus Clay Thompson. Do you feel like I kind of think Clay Thompson would be? Vulnerable I to the Baba See, I don't think Clay's oh, right. scared of anything. Oh, really? The Baba Duke is all I about grief. Baba Duke's going to keep him out. He's going he's gonna to try to break. He's going to be so hard on him at the, around the perimeter, and he's just going to try to force that outside shot. And Clay's going to get intimidated, so he's going to be like, oh, I guess mm-hmm. I'll run it in, which he, he isn't that good. Clay at. has no feelings, though. He's the one guy you can't intimidate on this team. The reason I don't really think the Babadook would be effective is because it has Duke in its name. And traditionally, <laughs> those guys don't do very also, well in the NBA. Also, it's New Zealand. All right. Uh, I guess. Then they have, like, a, tr- a triple towers here, because these are all giant slow people. Uh, we've got... I guess Leatherface is the three. Leatherface, um, I'm seeing him as yeah, I'm seeing him as your center. He's he's a big body. He's a he's a big boy. He's not bigger he's than Jason and Michael Myers though. Uh, J- Jason is not that big. Michael Myers is though. But Jason is also slow. He's too slow to play. This is the guy you gotta. He's guard. just gonna hang out under the rim. He doesn't need. He's a snowbird. He's just gonna kick it under the rim. And just feed exactly. The rock. They're all Leatherface to me is at least runs. The other two do not run. You know what, Jason? Um, he's gonna have to drop that mask though. He's like a little confused with the sports. If Jason does, yeah, that's. Would they give him like a Richard Ham- Richard uh, Hamilton like, like mask instead? Like a yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's yeah, my face and please. Jason and Michael Myers do not run. That is their entire thing. Leatherface at least runs. That's why I think you have to play him at the three. Yeah. <laughs> because that whoever's playing the three has to guard Kevin Durant. Yeah, I know. There's that. I don't know if... My, my big boys can't... Well, Leatherface does run. I don't know if Michael Myers and Jason will even be turning around quick enough to get back and forth. They're just my big, dumb posts. Yeah, but I just... They are. They walk so slow. Can they get down the court in twenty four seconds? <laughs> yeah, our our offense is. It's got to be stellar. Their defense. I, mean, I think they're also going to be out of position on defense because by the time the possession is over, they're going to be at mid court and then have to slowly turn around again and slowly stomp over. I think the two of them are going to be stuck at half court the entire game. <laughs> and then those masks are going to get in the way, just like kind of like blocking your little eye holes. Dude, this seems like like it would be like real uncomfortable when you're sweating oh, it's in that. Be so thing. hot and stinky under those masks. Pinhead, I think, is going to be pretty good at basketball, though. He's like a Jamal Crawford type off the bench. He'll I probably think. pop the ball if it comes to, you know, if it gets too close to his face. That's well, true. That is a that's danger. That's a risk. I think I think Candyman could be a pretty effective athlete, but the problem is really hard. To, well, yes, that's that's tough. <laughs> and he has a hook for a hand. He has a hook for a hand. He's Two. only one-handed. Well, you know, like sky hook. Yeah, right? I see some sky hooks. I see some nice finger rolls. It's gonna be tough for him I think to he sub. He catches air. Yeah. Can't even but it's going to be tough for him to even sub into the game because they're going to have to announce him at the scorer's table three times. So, like, <laughs> yeah. you move him out there, yeah. the ball goes out of bounds, the horn goes off. Like, 
Let You've got to really plan out those rotations. Yeah. I mean, it's I gonna, the officiating is going to matter a lot mm-hmm. as well. Because Freddie is going to be very good, though. He's like Russell Westbrook. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and their best bet is for Freddie. Freddie is, MVP. Is for Andre Iguodala to go to sleep and for Freddie to become LeBron James blocking him in his biggest oh, nightmare yeah. over and over and over again. Um, but I don't think... Okay, the other way the horror team has a chance, I think, uh-huh. is if they show the ring video on the Jumbotron. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, because the thing is, the playoff schedule is so stretched out yeah. that... You well, know, you don't I mean, there's like to the whole t- the whole audience because then everybody's going to go to sleep and no one's going to witness this victory. You have to get it to the visitors' locker locker room. No, you showed on and the you're, jumbotron. You're like, hey guys, here, here's the play from your team. Horror. You don't care. Team. You don't care if all those people die. You're right. I'm, yeah. well, I, I care. I'm not a villain. <laughs> how many? Um, <laughs> how many? How many days do you have after you see the video in the ring? You have seven days. So that's really oh, only me. between game one and game four. So yeah. you got to get that tape out weeks in advance. Two yeah, weeks in advance. <laughs> yeah, to your opponent. <laughs> and it, what if there's a rodeo? Like that's oh, you know, Elm Street does have that rodeo that makes yeah, Freddie go on the road for three it. weeks a year, so it's tough. <laughs> um, on the plus side, they're gonna save on transportation because Freddie can just become the team bus. Ooh, oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm riding your asses. <laughs> I do think, from from a basketball standpoint... Most violent player. Uh, from a basketball standpoint... It would be great if he got into all of those, too, and he was like, most violent player. They're like, oh, there's a lot. There's a whole award show. Ah, best dunked in acid. Most impaled player. Coach of the year's Popovich. I mean, come on. You can give it to him every year, bitch. <laughs> um, from a basketball standpoint, I do think that the Warriors have what it takes to beat Freddie, though, which is they run a very good trap well, on their you're defense. you're a real diehard. <laughs> <laughs> they run a real good trap, and as we all know, Freddie, that's how you beat him. You set traps around your house, mm-hmm. and then he just slowly walks into them. Um, how do you defeat Jason? Drown him. You just drown. Crystal Lake, where you Splash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Sean, mm-hmm. I mean, the Warriors just will have to become the Dream Warriors. <gasps> oh. Bring it I gotta say, I think it goes seven. And they're gonna have to take care of it in regulation, because what's gonna happen if it goes to sudden death? <laughs> Um, I'm taking the Warriors. Give me the Warriors. Dubaru, give me those Warriors. What do you think, Peggy? Who's taking it? I'm saying the Nightmare team. Oh, Team Nightmare! Uh, Which the Warriors also refer to as the 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so, fly the W, that's 2-1. to one. Warriors win. Fly that Dubaru. Oh. Although, if, I think if he's counting, that's a 4-3. Or are we doing... I, I can't it's, remember. So it's four wins. Yeah, it's four wins. <laughs> um, all right. 
Sean, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, you can see me. I'm making a, a Northern California tour. You can see me on uh, May 20th in San Francisco, Nightlife on Mars. Uh, Thursday the 18th, I'll be at Thumbprint Cellars in Healdsburg. And on the 16th, I'll be at the Throckmorton Theater in Mill Valley. Also, watch the Everything Report. Yeah, I'll jump in on that. Please watch the Everything yeah, Report. These are in every way possible. Both stars of the Everything Report. The uh, funniest fake Instagram news show that I know of. Even if you have, if even if you have ADD, this is the news. This is a news show for you. Every single clip is about fifty-eight seconds long. You could catch up right now. Uh, Becky, yeah. anything else you want to plug? No, that's it. All right. Uh, I will be in San Francisco at Doc's Lab hosting Picture This May Saturday, May twenty-eighth. Get your tickets now. Um, and if you tell me you're a round ball rock listener, I will, I don't know, do something. I'll read you a Frankie Muniz tweet in person. Speaking of which, you can always follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Muniz, where this week I tweeted, I've been training hard the past couple weeks, but somehow eating more than ever. All caps, put the hot dogs down, Frankie Muniz. <laughs> yeah, put them down, dude. Trust the process, guys. Trust the process. Shut it down. Let's go home. Bye. You know I always wanted to be the best. You know I always wanted to be God. This is real talk. Slow B. Yeah. My new name is Bass Guy. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.